This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18+. plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Jerry Taggart here. Now be sure to watch Chris and Lester Till I Die TV by subscribing on YouTube and following them on social media for all the latest Leicester City news and information. Come on you foxes! Hello, fellow Fox fans. What can we say? Crystal Palace won, Leicester City won. We drew. Was it a point gained or was it a point lost? Oh, sorry. (laughs) Two points lost. Let us know. Add your comments, add your thoughts in. We should only draw. You know, we could not get a draw all season. Like, looking buses <laughs> to come along at once. Um, welcome along. It is Leicester Till I Die TV. And my name's Chris. Uh, although, if you want to give me my full name today, I think you could probably say my full name is 
pissed off majorly, Chris. Um, Lester Till I Die TV, if you're watching us live, it's on YouTube at Lester Till I Die TV. If it's on Periscope or Twitter, we're at Lester TID. And if you are on Facebook, Lester Till I Die is the group. And if you're um, watching us via the, the link that we post, which you probably are in Facebook, Please, please, please give that little StreamYard uh, link a click. It just brings your names up and we can see who we are talking to. No Julian today. Um, also, I should say as well, so if you want to watch this on Catch Up, like I say, Lester Till I Die TV on YouTube. We are on all the major podcasts, including Spotify, Google and Apple. And they're usually up about 20 minutes after we finish the broadcast here. Or when I can be bothered, if truth be known. Like I say, no Julian today. It's just me and Brad. And I can see Brad is waiting uh, patiently in the green room. Um, I'm going to ask him to hold on for a bit longer. Because I, I'm going to say now something. I, I've I've bottled this up for quite a few weeks now. Um, and I think you probably know who and what I am going to talk about. We should have won that today. We should have been four or five ahead. All right, five maybe a bit, maybe maybe two or three ahead at half time. We should have certainly had the penalty. I mean, what he, he runs up, he stops, he oh, he, he grabbed it. He wanted to take it, and then he fucking had a shit penalty like that. Now this is the guy, and I've defended Inacho. I have defended him week after week, month after month, season after season. We bought him, and I think we, we, we've obviously been conned. You know, Man City did to us what we did with Murray Maguire and Man United. Maybe they were sat there thinking, hey, 30 million for this guy, thanks very much. I mean, my mother, my mother could have played better than he did today. She's been dead two years. I mean, you know, you've got to look, you've got to look at this guy and say he played well for Man City. And when we got him, I was thinking, yeah, him and Vardy – going to be brilliant up front. Their pace, their speed. We will have Premier League defences shitting themselves with them two running at them. Couldn't play with Vardy. Come on, it's with you. He couldn't play with himself. And let's face it, most men can play with themselves, can't they? But he seems incapable of doing everything. He started off, he had a good touch. And then after that, it was downhill. If we'd had a decent striker on, we could have been, like I say, A, the penalty would have been scored. but well, you can't guarantee that. I'm gonna. I will admit that. But the chances are it would have been at least a better penalty, and I think we could have had a couple more goals. He is absolutely useless, and it's not just one manager that's saying it. You know, you got to look at some players. And Gray, in fairness, is the same. And bringing Gray on, we'll talk about that later. But you have a player who is bought by a manager, Craig Shakespeare, who doesn't particularly seem to want to play him as much, so it makes you wonder whether maybe it wasn't his choice to buy him, but he didn't particularly think a lot of him. I wasn't there long, granted. Puel, <laughs> he obviously didn't think much of him, or everything about Puel as manager, they have those thoughts, and they're allowed to you know, decide whether they want to play a player or not. He obviously decided he couldn't do anything with him. Occasionally I'm thinking, Rogers. well, he might just have got something out of him, actually, might be just be turning it round. But it, it, it has the occasional good game, and we've seen him have good games. I was singing his praises after the European game earlier on in the season. But, no, if you're watching this, collection, please 
Buy yourself a ticket anywhere. I don't care. I'll start a Just Giving page up for you so we can pay for the ticket. I don't care where it is. It could be Rochdale. I don't even think they would want you, to be honest with you. And if anybody's out there sits there and says, oh, you know what? Be careful because these players, they've got feelings, you know. They've got feelings and they might actually be sat there listening to this. I doubt it or watching it or seeing the posts in the in the group. I don't care. I used to be in sales, right? I've been a sales manager. I've been a sale, just a general salesperson. If I had a bad day, I was hauled into the office by my manager and given a bollocking. And I had to take it. They're on however many thousands of pounds they are a week. And if they can't take being told when they are shit, and he is shit at the moment, please, somebody come and take him off us. I'll start to just give him page up. I've thrown 20 quid in already for the taxi. Somebody just come and take him and do us a favour. The question is, who wants him? Who would want him? I'm going to come to your comments. Let's just have a look before I bring Brad in. Thank you so much, Brad, because you, you, you've paired with me. You've let me rant. And normally we, we have this. We, we actually have said before, Brad's made the point, we don't actually come live until about 40 minutes after kickoff. Allows me to update the website and the Facebook, Twitter, and, and, and Brad for the Instagram. It also normally lets us calm down. But I can't <laughs> calm down today. I'm fed up with defending him. Mark, who does the, um, who does the European show, and he's going to do the transfer show with us in January, he sort of said to me, and uh, Brad the other day, when we were praising in actual after the European game, it's shit. And I've got to be honest with you, Mark, I take it all back. Maybe you were right. Um, Matthew, good evening, Matthew. It is evening now, I think. We'll say it's evening. But that early touch was the only thing you did all game. Honestly, certainly. Somebody actually in the Facebook group said, apart from missing the penalty, he did nothing wrong. Surely he's going to be either on drugs or watching a different game, hasn't he? Um, Andy Meadows, good evening Andy, Nacho is championship at best I think you're way off the mark there I think he's league two at best to be honest with you And I don't think he'd do bloody much good there um, Not many changes Somebody's agreeing with me there <laughs> League two at the best, exactly what I said there Yes he was Um Mate, I think the reason she struggled to win is was the lack of defending in the team. Um, I know it is. <laughs> yeah, this is a guys. Welcome along to LSC Red Forever channel. I did say earlier uh, we 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 got a bit of a, a Twitter group going between some of the um, podcast uh, video cast. Um, groups and stations uh one from each team this is the liverpool guy welcome along mate um he's got the experience of under rogers i can't even blame rogers i can't even blame rogers you should be able to put a 30 million pound player on the pitch and then be able to at least look i mean perez he looked like he was up for it and let's face it neither me nor brad are perez's best friends brad certainly not but i, I don't well, from what I saw of Perez, he actually wanted the ball today. He went for it. He was fighting for it. Nacho, he could have nipped off, had a shit and come back on and nobody would have noticed that he'd gone. Really? Uh, yeah, Nacho is exactly. Can't agree with that. Can't, sorry, can't argue with that, I should say. Um, hi, Chris. Hope you're well. Shocking today to play seven players. City third in the league is bad decision today. We should be fighting to go top. It is the old argument. We have this on the pre-match. Do you make the changes or don't you? We had got sort of two games very quickly. Uh, a lot of those play. I don't think in that first half, 
The team that picked that Brendan picked was good. The players that had come in, Amarty was having a good game. Mendy, as, as he's always has done, has had a fairly decent game. But there was no final product. And that final product is the striker. Thank God for Barnes today. He dug us out of it. Um, then some idiot let Gray take the free kick. He doesn't even want us to win. Um, I know he was fighting with Tillemans to take that, wasn't he? We'll come on to Gray later. That's another. Um, <laughs> who's going to want Nacho after watching his performance? Exactly 100%. Um, we always waste the first half. We pass it left to right, all nice and icy, but with no urgency until we go a goal down, run out of time. I know, and I'm going to upset Brad now without him even coming on 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 screen yet. Uh, I'm going to upset him because he loves he loves me and my stats, and I'm just going to bring the stats up here for you. I'm just going to get rid of that um, that comment there. Um, Seventeen shots we had during that game. Seventeen, three on target, and I bet not one of those three was fucking Nacho. I tell you. Anyway, rant over. I've got it out of my system now. Brad is probably going to come on now and go how good and how uh, wonderful Nacho was, and he loves him and uh, he, he wants him to start every game and we should sell I don't know. Let's find out, Brad. Thanks for being patient, mate. Welcome along. <laughs> How are you? Did you enjoy the game? <laughs> I didn't. I didn't in the weirdest sort of way. Um, I don't really know how to start. Uh, I'm infuriated by by seeing stats before I come on. I think that's, I thought we were mates. Didn't think you'd throw <laughs> that out before you bring that in. Bring me in. I had, I had to put that one on purely because of my my Nacho rant. Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, but uh, I mean, again, this is probably another final example of why stats mean so at all. Because the end result was we could have had thirty-seven if you're only having three on target. You only deserve one outcome, and that's not three points. And yeah. look, I was—that was the point. Fairness, that was the point I was making yeah. to have seventeen shots and only three on target. And look, you've done a fine job on ranting and, and picking apart Nacho's performance. So I think I'm going to leave the poor lad alone there today. Because I'm going to point out something that was a comment that was put back to me when it was brought on, when I made a quick comment about the where we lost the game today. And that was, it wasn't just his fault. We dominated at 45 minutes. That was probably, and I know I've been saying it a lot recently, but that was our most comfortable 45 minutes on the ball against a deflated Palace side. We've changed to the team and it, they just didn't have that cutting edge. Nacho was more in the limelight, took most of the storm. And you know what? Up until he had that ball in his hands, the penalty, he actually was trying like everybody else. And it's easy to forget, forget that with how awful he was afterwards. Do you, know, want to know, do you want to know the moment I knew he missed? Or it was going to get saved when he stuttered? Yeah. I, I, I wouldn't take Nacho if you paid me. Chris is going to have to put a few zeros on that taxi fare as well. <laughs> Can but, I ask you a question yeah. then, Brad? Just, just to introduce can I ask you a question? And you, you were saying um, it wasn't just natural in that first half. We, that first half, we, it was like, again, I, I say this a lot, it wasn't almost quite like watching Brazil. Had we had a player of Vardy, or whatever, had we had Jamie Vardy himself on that pitch, would it have been nil-nil at half time? Well, you'd hope not, because he'd have took the Penalty. 
Yeah. But if it come in one nil up, I said it. Palace didn't. The, the, the scariest thing about that performance, and people might not have taken it now because Barnes got a great goal to get us the point. Um, was Palace didn't do much but step up their intensity and broke us down for their goal. They were poor. They they weren't looking to. They were looking to get that half to nil nil from the second it kicked off. That first half, come away with it. You know, take the kick in that Leicester are going to give us coming forward and hope we come away with it. And when they did, they stepped up their pace, they stepped up the tempo a little bit and scored. That was a bit concerning for me because up until that, until the second half, we were totally in control and we just didn't put the finishing gloss on it. And I know a bit of credit may have to go to Palace's defending work, but you can't just lay the blame at one man. No matter how poor his performance was, it still took us... 79 or 78 minutes, whatever minute it was for Barnes, is shot to give Kaita much trouble. We didn't we didn't trouble him enough for all we had and all we did forward and the 17 shots that that's that apparently shows, you know, that adds up block shots and that adds up awful shots. I don't I don't remember their keeper doing much in the way of picking the ball out of his net when Barnes scored. That was that was something that needs to be circled today, and obviously the penalty save. Mm. But he missed that as soon as he started. Guy off confidence, not informed, shit. Needs to put that ball in the way to get people off his back. And no, he's off, he's off confidence, but he was confident enough to grab the ball and go. Which was good take. to see, but he ruined it by doing that stop, yeah. stop, yeah. start run. He should, if when you're in that form and you're taking a ball and you go, no, I want to correct the, my way here. I want to get a bit of confidence by myself. Smash it. If the keeper saves it and it's and it, it, it breaks his wrist doing so practically, then you say fair play keeper. He's made a decent save. It happens. When they're like that, me as the next goalkeeper, I'm laughing at that when I'm diving because I know I'm saving mm. it. But, you know, the quality elsewhere until that second half when, when we took Chowdhury off and that wasn't through a bad performance, but we just went more attacking. Yeah. I think we were too negative in that second half. I think the changes needed to be made at half time. I, I was surprised. I was surprised that the changes weren't made at half time. I'm gonna be I'm gonna agree with you there. I'm just looking on the BBC site as we talk here and where the fans can go on and rate the players. Um and I'm I thought to be honest with you, um there were you know a lot of them are fives and sixes. I thought there were some players, you know, that deserve better than that, but Again, and I keep going on about it, Inacho, 3.77 is the lowest of of either team. Um, yeah. Just have a look at Palace. I, I say either team. In fairness, I could be doing any injustice. Just check Palace. Nope, nope. Nobody in Palace got under a five. Yeah, um, there was one player that got away with it for Palace for getting a shit rating because if he hadn't scored, I'd be coming on today saying that he, the one thing you could compare them to for absolutely fluffing it up front was Zaha. Until yeah. he scored, Zaha was fluffing chances left, right, and centre. Yeah, I mean yeah. the commentary no, I, I had on had, yeah, the commentary I had on had uh, Matt Upson on commentary, and he said when he was played through, and he he was offside in the end, but he probably had an inkling he was offside anyway. He says any striker should just roll it into the net. Doesn't matter yeah. if the flag goes up, and then you turn out you're half a yard off like he was. Mm. Stick it in the net. I mean. In, I'd be screaming at any Acho like I wasn't already, but I would have been screaming at any Acho if that had been him. I'd be like, yeah. put it in the net. Beat that yeah. keeper. Because he was a keeper that, unless he's certain, plays to the whistle. Yeah, we had Leon Osman um, commentating on Amazon, and he said he's, and he's not even a striker, and he said exactly the same thing. 
the way the rules are now, the flag doesn't go up straight away, even though on that occasion, you know, he was he was way offside. But it doesn't matter. He should have buried that, you know, one on one with the keeper. He should have buried it. But I just, like I said, I just think that, and this is my worry all, all the time is if let's say Vardy got injured tomorrow and somebody at you up, somebody actually put this up in the Facebook group. Would we have done as well as we did when we won the Champions League, when we won the Premier League, if we'd had Inacho instead of Ujoa? You don't know you that. Know. That's that. That you can't answer that question no. because we, the manager but was you, different. But you know, with Ujoa, when he, you know, if Vardy was injured, there wasn't go. Oh, well, we're gonna, who's going to score the goals for us? Here? Who's going to score the goals for us? Here? Barnes is the one that's keeping us going at the moment, and he's the guy that six months ago was getting panned for not being able to find the net. Um, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's just if Vardy, if Vardy was to break his leg tomorrow and be out for five or six weeks, could you honestly say you would be happy for the next six, seven games minimum to have Inacho as our main striker? No, I wouldn't. Why would anybody on his confidence level at the moment? It is level of performances since that European game, which, you know, even Mark brought us down to earth and we reevaluate ourselves yeah. on. You know, yeah. he's, he's he's just not lived up to it and he's not coming in and be able to do the job. I mean, I tongue-in-cheek said, someone, someone put in the group, I think it was actually Craig, maybe in our chat, that said, um, who, who are you going to bring in who's got the quality ready but would sit on the bench? Well, Gabriel Jesus is doing that for Man City. And he said, why would he come from Man City's bench to sit on Leicester's bench? I said, so the same reason he's sitting on Man City's bench. He's waiting for the main talisman to to finally have his moment where he, he can't do it anymore, like Aguero and Vardy, of yeah. similar ages and similar points in their career. He probably wouldn't ever drop here. I mean, it's, a, it's, it's an outlandish shout, but we need someone of that sort of quality to come in. So why not turn around to Man City and say, here's 50 million, we'll take Jesus? And I think, in, let's be honest with you, players these days are prepared, not everybody, I grant you, not everybody, but I'd say at least 50% of the players are prepared, if the money's right, to go to a club where they might not be a, be, be, be a starter. Hashtag drink water. But let's have a look at some of the comments that are <laughs> coming up here. Hello, lads. Hello, whoever you are. Palace are low on confidence today and they're there for the take. I mean, they've just come back off a 7-0 defeat. It was going to go one way or the other, they were either going to con- you know, concede early and, and collapse again or they're going to put a decent performance up. Playing Leicester, it was obviously always going to be the second one. Uh, as for Nacho, the goalkeeper sent him the wrong way for the penalty. <laughs> Seriously, though, two points lost today. Um, mm-hmm. Look at Vardy's penalties versus Nacho's. Vardy smashes it. Nacho tries to be fancy. Um, no cutting edge is a worry we've had. For years without Vardy on the pitch, sorted out and by a strike for fuck's sake. I agree with you now. I totally agree with you. Um, and here's a point. Um, Nacho or Akinbayi? I tell you what, for me, Akinbayi every day of the week because at least he went on that pitch and he wasn't played, and you could say this is true with Nacho, he wasn't played in the position that he needed to be played. But my God, he gave you... 110% every game, Nacho's lucky if he sometimes gets up to the 10%. Yeah, but Akinbayi also gave us 90% misses. But I get your point with Akinbayi. I'll tell you what, Akinbayi's first season at Leicester, 
I'll take it because I think he got 11 goals in, in all competitions that season. I'd be more mm. confident of Akin Bailly's first season at Leicester where he actually did okay and got the goals he was brought in to do than I would uh, Nacho's. Uh, I mean, look, that's, we, we, that's a fair point, Andy. <laughs> yeah, but bringing through youth, we've been doing it for the last four or five seasons. It wouldn't be a shout. That, ad, ad, I'm going to say his name wrong and I do apologise. Admiral Musque. I might have pronounced that wrong. Someone's going to butcher me in the comment. Like, like, I, like I'm, I'm going to agree with you on that, mate. You got closer than I ever would do. <laughs> yeah, but he's, he's, I believe, one of the main goal scorers for the under-23s. He's always backing the goal. Would, would, would we bring him up? Should we do it? I, I, I don't know. George Hurst? Uh, yeah, I know. But come on, Andy, even you have to admit, uh, Gabriel Jesus or any actor, I think it's the most easiest decision ever. Someone who doesn't know football oh, would yes. pick Indeed. I was, I was just saying, would you take, um, uh, bring George, I mean, George Hurst, I think he's out on loan, isn't he? Would you, would you bring him back? I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, I mean, I, he can't I don't do any work, can he? Well, the thing is, I can only go off my knowledge of the under 23s. And earlier when we started this, I, I made no statement that I, I don't follow it as an aggressive level as I do the yeah. first team. Course, I am a part of the under 23s group that, uh, another Brad. Has started up, so if you don't know what that is, do check that out. It's just the Leicester City under 23s. That's where I get my knowledge from. That's how I know we're doing well. And, and you know, I maybe I should commit more to watching as much of Leicester as I could. But he's a name that stands out, who's been doing well, who's been scoring goals, is in good form. But then you also now say, is it too late to do that? Because now you could bring him in to have him in the squad things and not have Nacho on the bench. But he's not going to get the game time if Barley doesn't get injured because the gap between games is a bit further apart soon, isn't it? Yeah. Somebody may know, and you may know here, Brad, because um, I know obviously come the new year we can change the Europa League squad. I'm not sure. Can we change the Premier League squad? Yes, I, I believe so, because you have to I register players for transfers. Because we've got the transfer. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Very, very important. I did bring this up earlier, but you did ignore it, so I'm not going to let you get away with it. I'm going to bring this up again, and it's a very, very, very important um, post. And we, you know, you know, there you go. Wow, you know nothing, <laughs> John Snow. That's what, that's all I know about Game of Thrones. I know who's on about because <laughs> of that. That's all I know. It. You have got a bit of a, a John Snow look about you tonight with the. Uh, what, the hoodie you wearing? Uh, no, mate. This is me. This is me bear rug that I've got around me. Uh, it's supposed to be a dressing gown. It's like a bear. Um, Andy Medhurst here. I take a punt on Therese Campbell. Uh, the gentleman from. And I do apologise uh, from the Liverpool fan group. What about taking Origi? He's available. I'd I, I take anybody other than Nacho at the moment. And Origi. I, I don't, again, I don't know enough about him, but I, I do know he has he has scored quite a few for uh, Liverpool on and off. Maybe he's going through a bad patch at the moment. If you're offering him out, maybe that's not a not a good sign. Um, it 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 did start off so well because that first half we were dominating, weren't we? Yeah, we were, and and to touch on a point that you kind of said, I actually don't. I think Palace would have capitulated if we scored in that first half. Mm. I think it was very much written for us to get that lead and come out. And I don't think Palace actually played that well. 
I'm never yeah. going to be like a manager that comes out and say, oh, the best team lost, because no, the, the result was fair. They had one chance, took it in. We had three wins, took one. You know what? I'm like my stance on that. I'm never going to come out and say anything like that. I just feel that Palace didn't have to do too much to, to get something from the game today, and that was a bit worrying. But we've got to go out there and get a striker's option. And the problem is, as good as we are at finding these gems, we've never been able to really, since Bardi, find one to buy up front. And, you know, we could rely on our youth, like we've just stated there, and like it's been brought up by you guys in the comments that are watching. But it'd be interesting to see your opinions. I mean, I think personally, someone like, obviously, Jesus is, I've probably said that more in tongue-in-cheek, but if you're looking for experience, know what he's able to do in the Premier League, and maybe looking to get on that first-team pitch. I'm sure he'd rather be on Man City's bench than that was, but you don't Mm. know what he's like as a person. His ambitions no. might change. He might fancy the challenge. Maybe I'm clutching a, a very big bale of straws and not getting anywhere. But who who would you go out there and, and go? Because there's not going to be anyone you could name. And that's the biggest struggle we have. You could name players that we could bring in. Ing, Southampton with his form, etc. Yeah. But no one's going to want to leave the current club if they're doing well and to come to us in the middle of January. Not to sit behind Vardy. And that's that's the hardest way you're going to explain to someone. The, the thing is wrong. as well... There's a lot of names that are mentioned that we could have gone for in the summer. Um, Ollie Watkins is one that was mentioned earlier. He started off really well. I don't know if he's he's doing as well as he was, but that's he's it with strikers. Well. Sorry? He's still doing fairly well. Is he? Yeah. But having only just moved, he, he's very unlikely to sort of move, move again. Um Something that I say, our commentator was Leon Osman on, on, on Amazon. And about the 68th minute, he actually said, People will be asking, asking themselves about Leicester City after this performance. Are they really title contenders? And are they even really top four contenders on this performance? He's got a point, hasn't he? Yeah, but. Okay, then are we title contenders and top four side going off our Man City performance, our Arsenal performance, our Manchester United performance? I don't like this. I don't like this judging it on one game because if that's the case, Arsenal are relegated. Manchester United should have gone down when they played Palace in the second game of the season. I think it was their first. And we'd have a crazy Premiership season predicting it of just one game. You know, you, you, we've just seen West Brom draw with Liverpool. Now, I'm not saying they're going to drop points. They're probably going to get on a win this time round, and and that. But it's it's, just, it's a close league. It's 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 a weird league, and it is what it is. At the end of the day, I don't think we did much wrong, but put the ball in the net. We got 75 percent of the job done right, and and the only thing is, Palace Palace for goals and taking their chances matches in the final third. We need to be more openly creative. I'd rather see us have seven shots, six on target, and us be talking about, oh, it was close. Yeah, Barnes had that one-on-one. Vardy took that one in. And and then and saying 17 shots, three on target, and, and 12 of them were blocked anyway. I'm going to... On that point, I'm actually just, I'm just made a note there because I just want to come back to something and not forget to ask you. But... Just before that, when Vardy came on, it was Pratt that went off. Did that surprise you, or was that a fair...? I mean, you could see that the manager was trying to slowly make Wally's changes um, 
uh, we're, we're trying to um, do with changing the shape and uh, and bring them in at, at points. Yeah, if they have got one, they must have a strike. I'd, as I say, I'd take anybody at the moment. But like I say, today's maybe not the day to be asking yeah. me that. And, and so, look, yeah. I mean, it's all nice. I, I, this talk about title stuff, you know I don't like to to kind of get reeled in by the, the fishermen out there that try and say it, the media talk and that. And look, it's like I said, just enjoy it. All right, we didn't get the result we wanted today. It was a bit of a naff result. Uh, you know, if may, maybe, maybe if we didn't have to play 50 hours after we've just played a gruelling game against Manchester United and uh, we might have done it if it had been another day's break in between it. We've probably been fresh and we wouldn't have had to make so many changes. But it is what it is in football, you know, and it's Leicester City to a T. Who have we got next in the league, Chris? Newcastle. And actually, you watch us go and do it. You watch yeah. us do it in Leicester style. Funny thing is, though, Newcastle aren't playing till Wednesday. Yeah, but what day are we on now? So we're on Monday, so Monday. they've got two days. Yeah. But so they play us with less break than we, we have between them, don't we? So yeah. we've got so a longer break now. No, I wouldn't back... take a punt on Poogie from Norwich. I'm sorry, I just wouldn't. No. No, he's not about, for me. What about this? From it's, not the worst idea. It's, it's not the worst idea playing as a false nine, but I think then you just lose the creativity on the left. He, he likes to burst at people. I mean, again, tongue in cheek, I'll probably get left up for state this. I said he, he, Barnes has quickly over this season developed into Leicester's very own Eden Hazard on that left because he goes down the wide. He cuts in. He's cutting in and taking shots, though. Everything we asked him to step up from last season and contribute with, or he's doing it with. So he's doing his job out there, what he's doing. And I think the fact that he is doing that, and I'll just come on to Fozzie in a minute. He is doing what we asked him to do, which was exactly. progress, get better. Gray, and we'll come on to Gray later, but Gray and Inacho for me, and I'm sorry to keep bringing back up, but they're not, they haven't progressed. And I think it is time now, the transfer window's coming up. I can't see anybody buying, maybe buying them, but at least taking them on loan. I think it's time to ship out. So we so we can ship in. But the point that I wrote down, and it was going back to what you said earlier about the, the way we win, etc. And it was a, it was a question on Talksport uh, as I was literally driving out this morning, and it was, do you want to see your team win pretty? So play nice passing football and um, and win, or are you happy for them to win ugly as long as it's a win? I'm happy. I think I've said this 7,000 times in my life, and I've said it probably a few times since this channel has been up and running. I would not have cared today if it had been a 96-minute corner and a miracle happened where Wes Morgan was on the pitch and he edited it in and we took the lead in a 96th minute. I don't care if it's fancy and it's 3-0. I don't care if it's passed around and it's 1 or 2-0. I do not care. I don't get how fans can get on about a style of football yeah, we want to see fluid FIFA-style football. We're too warped in how it's played on a virtual premise. You can't always play fast-flowing football when the opposition don't set up to play it. Because let's face it, Palace came with the objection of one thing, get the ball, hoof it. Send it up to Benteke, hopefully Zaha can catch up to play. 
It's exactly how they played, pretty much the full 90 minutes with a bit more player in the second half. It is what it is. We didn't get the game won today, but we played very well, I think. I think the, the deflation is this is more two points dropped than anything because the performance didn't get the result over the line that we was expecting and probably wanting from that game, let's face it. No disrespect yeah. to Palace. Uh, Brett, not not Brad, but Brett, um, maybe I've missed something. I don't know why you've put on. <laughs> yes, I, I have actually now. I have just missed it. I've just taken your mobile number out. don't know if that is your mobile number or somebody else's. But um, just going back to the very important topic uh, of Jon Snow being Brad, can you get me Cersei Lannister's mobile number? Brett, Brad's got no idea who Cersei Lannister is, you know. I can <laughs> and, give it a go, uh, but I'll have to Google who, it first. Yeah, I don't know whose mobile number it was, but I've just taken that out for uh, for security. Um, talking of players, as we have done tonight, and I keep saying I'm going to come back to him, but talking of players that aren't fulfilling the potential, and you, like I say, for me, that that's in action. I, I'm really surprised. I wish Mark could come on tonight and and back me up here, but Mark seems to have sort of gone a bit quiet somewhere. But uh, Mark, get on if you if you're watching, get on here and back me up. Bringing bringing Gray on. I know we did say um, that in the pre-game we said, is he going to come on and maybe just sort of up his price a little bit because we have got the transfer window coming up. But um, what what did you think of Gray coming on? I know he came on. I know he passed the ball. Mm. I don't know much else about his performance. He didn't. I was. He, he, in... grabbed, he grabbed the ball for the free kick. The problem is, like that Joe did for the penalty. Yeah, but and then but... passed it into Rose Ed. The problem is when you manage you three months ago or however long it was comes out and pretty much says he can get on his bike. Even when you come on, it's hard to put in a strong performance. And I know you're on this much money, you're still wearing a shirt, blah, blah, blah. maybe you can change your manager's mind. I get it. But he's never had that mentality. No. You know, I, I worked at the ground and the players on match day were in our closed quarter sort of area and he never seemed to strike me as the sort of guy that he's pure 100% confidence player. If it's not going his way, his gloves, his arms are swinging, his gloves are thrown on the floor, his head drops, his he's spitting his dummy out, he's throwing his toys on the pram, he's going to sit down and take his ball home. He just doesn't have the right mentality that he's needed to become a great player because he has shown flashes, has it? And he might, I, I might get left out of the building at my own room here by saying he's a, he, he's a talented player because he's showing it. Anyone that remembers the story and the, the potential of a certain Ravel Morrison at Manchester United, he reminds me in a nutshell of him. He had it all at his feet. He had it all to become a great player and a good pacey winger that was vital to a side. And it's like he can't be arsed with it. You know, and I kind of get that feeling with Iniacho. The second he missed that penalty for Iniacho to, to kind of back that point, as soon as that happened, his head dropped and he couldn't be bothered. He just he felt he'd let the team down and let himself down, whatever, he, whatever went through his head. And Gray kind of went, I'll just do something neat, get myself... Get a few touches, get myself called out on 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 the TV, spotted a few times. Who wants me? Mm. Because he didn't really run at them. He didn't really do anything really of any of any great thing. He's got to be replaced now. He's got to be made of a, of a replacement. He's got to be brought in now. He can't be made because we've tried it with the Acho. 
and unless yeah. we're going to pro- promote Admiral or any of the other strikers under the 23s over January and rearrange our 25 or 25 man or however many squad it is, it's got to happen now. We've got to bring someone in or, or, or promote them. There's no two ways about it. I've given well, up on that, Joe. We have been saying this now for the past, just what Fozzie's World has said there. Um, <laughs> how long is he going to go on for? And isn't it time to have a replacement now? Yes, it is. And it was time to have a replacement maybe two or three windows ago to let them bed in and let them, you know, find out uh, how, how we play. A bit like Sunshu had the year in the squad before he came through. We do need somebody there because I think Vardy is is amazing how he's going on and, uh, you know, he, he, he doesn't look to be slowing down at all. But there will come a time and I think he will end up becoming more of a impact sub maybe for the last 10, 15 minutes and give us everything in those in, in those time. Um we, we are we are going we are desperate for somebody, aren't we though, really? Yeah, we are. And it, you know, it's coming a bit of a tired point when we talk about Nacho and we and and and, and, and rightly so, because it is an issue that needs resolving and there's some and I'm I'm not saying for a second that our backroom staff hasn't been looking at it, you know, because this is obviously the best time we get us get get our scouts out before, you know, a month before over the busy periods in England and, and, and before countries abroad that have like a bigger break than us because they don't play over the Christmas period, you know, in November, get them out to watch players that are out on um, alone at other clubs or or are not featuring as much as other clubs, but get it, you know, up and coming. It's a reason we brought Fafana. It's a reason we're taking our punt on Under, who's injured at the moment to bring a point, but he's, you know, not the oldest player coming through. You know, I, I mean, I don't know how well he's doing because I'll put my hands up. I, I do not care too much unless it's a name that floats around quite a lot. Um, I don't really know too much about the other leagues, like the French leagues or the German no. leagues. I know the basics. I know the obvious, but I don't know anything outside of it. And again, we're if anyone can... We're Ronaldo then, are we? Yeah, if anyone can do it... Um, I mean, I don't know. I know he had a good start to it, and that's only because of what I heard elsewhere. But how's Moyes Keane doing at PSG? Because if he, he was doing, he, if anyone can tell me how he's doing, because the last I knew at the start of that season, he wasn't doing too bad when he was on loan. Everton clearly don't want him, seeing him as a waste of money. And I can't see him being of that higher quality enough to be up there with the likes of Neymar and their front men. It, it, that's the sort of player you're going to look for who wants to be in the Premiership proving a point. But no, I'm, going to, the opportunity to. I'm going to be probably shot down with flames. But who is Ivan Tony? I have no idea. No, no, no idea. Do you know what the funniest they... thing is? My my dad's a Wolves fan, and he, you know, obviously we know the horror injury they had to their yeah. player. Um, and he said he's hoping that Wolves go in for Troy Deeney, which I kind of laughed at at before. But then if you're looking, that's the sort. I, and I know that's a you know a little bit of a raised smile on the hands and head moment, but if you're looking for a player that's that's experienced in this division, and I wouldn't mind being an impact player, they're the sort of caliber of players that our scouts be looking at. Are we going to go the for the experience and age? The only reason I was laughing at the Troy Deeney is because if you remember, I think it was literally three seasons on a trot he was linked with us. Yeah, I know, um, I know. And that, three and seasons on the trot. He got a better deal off Watford. 
I think Troy Deeney is a Watford man through and through. And I don't think he would look oh, yeah, to definitely. He would just use that just to get himself better deals. Um, yeah, yeah, totally. Not, and I'm not saying we should going from bring him in, but that's the sort of players that, that we've got to be looking at. Someone who's got a bit about them. No, and bring ignore, him in. That one. ignore that one. We'll come back to that one. Um, this is the one I was trying to uh, trying to bring up. Um, I think we should go all out for Zahar. He didn't impress me today. Like I said, and I stand by it. Unless someone's going to tell me differently, apart from his goal, Zaha was nearly as bad as Nacho up front. He missed a hatful. I think with Zaha, he he's the reason he only had one shot on target. Ironically, I think the problem. Yeah, I think the thing with Zaha is though he looks good in a really let's face it poor Palace side. Palace, but again, you could criticise. Sorry, go on. No, he, he, I think he, you know, he he stands out because Palace aren't a particularly good side, and they rely on him to always dig them out. But whether he would do better anywhere else, I don't know. Again, he seems to have the same attitude problem as as some of the players like that. He, when he can be asked, he'll put the effort in. Yes, because he goes missing quite a lot. He's not more, He's not as good as people seem to be making out. I see it every year, every window. He'll go to a dormant. He'll go to this. He'll go to that. But why hasn't he? Because they're yes. not coming in for him. And I think there's a I big mean, reason for that. And that didn't work out, did it? No, it didn't. No, it didn't. I mean, apparently Ivan Tony plays for Brentford. And he was um, £10 million from Peterborough. So, Sorry, I'm, just, I'm not. But I'm, I'm going to claim I it because like, I genuinely don't know who he is. I, I, no. I'm sure he's doing well. I'll have to look at his stats and see his goals yeah. he scored to see if I'd yeah. say yes or no to him. But I, I, it's going I to be know. hard pressed. Yeah. We're going to be hard pressed to do the impossible. Yeah, it's a hard attitude. Yeah, he only I mean, turns up when he needs it. Yeah, because he knows he's not going to get put on the bench, and when he does, he throws his toys out of pram for two mm. or three games, and he's back in, and he turns up magically. I don't want that at Leicester. Couple of points here. Um, Ivan, good afternoon, Ivan. Uh, I blame Rogers for the draw. We deserve to win this game. And a Facebook user, Rogers, deaf to blame. Seven changes too many against a team that couldn't hit a cow's arse with a banjo. I don't blame Rogers because I, I, I can, no. I can understand. We have only played two days ago, and. Yeah, I, I used to I I used to be one of those that said like oh in the good old days you know we used to play week in week out with a leather ball on mud laden pitches and they could have a fag and a beer and I said this in the pre match game they could have a fag and a beer you know after the game and still play two days later it's a different world we live in today and you and I sort of we speak to Julian on when when he joins us uh, Julian Watts the ex Leicester player in, in this very show. It is different today, and I think the two games like that, you do. Yeah, I, 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 and those changes that he made are players that he brought in that haven't let us down when they've been called on earlier in the season. No, that's true. They've not. So I don't think he, I don't think it was the case of people were concerned with the players that started it. The problem is this isn't like it's new slash breaking news only just happened this season in football. We've had these two-day gaps in, in, in winter for years on end. It's nothing new to a, any club in the Premier League or any club in England that you play two games in the space of just over 48 hours, right? Yeah. Now, maybe the only thing I could say is I expected so to play. But you've only got two ways to really handle this. 
you either go okay we'll go we'll go with um Tillemans from the start we'll go with Vardy from the start and we'll try and, and maybe he should have maybe this is just one of them where it's 50 50 in my opinion and you know you could go with maybe going right we'll go Vardy we'll go Tillemans we'll go Perez we'll go Barnes and we'll go Gunho at this hopefully we can seal it in the first 45 minutes and then the likes of you know you know Soyuncu at the back comes comes off and Amati comes on and and you know, changes are made just to rest players and, and shore us up and we see out a one or two nil win. But then, you know, we could have easily been sat here today talking about, oh, well, Rogers, he played Vardy up front and he was knackered. Oh, Tillman's looked, look, look, look. And I'm not saying he was, I'm just saying this is a hypothetical because, you know, you can't predict the future. But Ooh, we could have been sat there going, oh, they look Ooh. tired, they should have changed more. And then, you know, we come away with a 1-0 loss or the same result as we did today because I think it's such law. The players can only do so much in, in 50 hours and so can the manager. It just we didn't are, fall for us right in the end. We came we away with a point and not three. We are very lucky here that we have... Um, we, we're sat here doing this with hindsight, the fact that we've just watched the game. And like I say, I'm very much... I've changed my opinion over the years from the, well, you know, they used to, you know... Do us, you know, two get three games in a week, like I, like I just said before. Things things have changed, and we, you know, we, we can look back at the game and say, well, maybe he should have done this, but he didn't. But like you say, he um, he did what he felt thought was best, and it is two games quick in a row. Uh, and as Andy as Andy says here, Definitely. that team was capable of beating Paris, you know, and should have, yeah, um, you know. Like I said, a manager in this situation normally sticks or twists unless they haven't got the depth. And do you remember this time last season? This is a perfect time to bring it up. We were scared. When we had the likes of Mendy coming on around Christmas time when we the slump really started and we hit like four or five or six result defeats out of seven or whatever it was, we had we were scared because the backup players were getting up were coming on and we're going, Oh god, are we gonna win this game? Now we're sitting there going to be fair, that eleven, regardless, should have won that game, and that's yeah. that's that's a positive to take from in a weird situation and shows how far in a year we've come. That is a very, I mean, that is an excellent point, Brad. Really, really excellent point, Mark. Good evening, Mark. Um, what we were saying earlier, well, what I was saying earlier, he hasn't improved, and, and as I say, I don't think he is going to. Um, just to sidetrack quickly, Brad, can I just bring this one up again? Uh, Stephen, good evening, Stephen. How are you doing, sir? Brad, uh, you mentioned the under 23s. Do you want to give out give a shout out for the group? Yeah, yeah. So the under 23s, um, it's I, I could be wrong. So it's um, Leicester, it's either Leicester City or LCFC official under 23s. If you type it on Facebook, you'll find it. It's um, I, I apologize if he doesn't want his name out here, but it's Brad Hicks, Hinks or Hicks. He, he does the um, it's on Facebook. Brad, Brad, so, yeah, Hicks, yeah, yeah, he does the Facebook page. You can find it on Facebook. Um, if not, look out for a comment on YouTube by uh, Focus Foxes or maybe Cross will do it himself. And I'll just put the Facebook page, the official title in there. So after the show's gone live, check the comments for, for that person commenting and it'll be the the title of the Facebook page for I think it. Brad does occasionally. I don't know. I think he was in early, to be honest with you, because I saw it. Didn't come up with Brad at the end. So he does watch us. So, Brad, um, if you're watching this, come on, 
post it on there and we'll give it a shout out for you for the under 23. Yeah, he does great work. Him and his family do great work for the the the, the, the under 23s are always there and he does great work giving us all the latest updates on the under 23s is is a good lad and like, like like I said if it weren't for him I wouldn't know too much about our under 23s. So definitely honest, guys, it, it, check it out it on Facebook. Hard. It is hard to keep up with all the different teams, you know, uh, as well. Um, thank God we haven't got a reserve team anymore, but we have got the women's team to consider. Maybe we should have had... Maybe, maybe they've got we a strike. Put Nacho with their strike force, put them on yeah. the pitch. Give them, imagine they might turn down Nacho as well at the moment. Um, Fozzie's World, um, good shout, Troy Dean is a fighter and does score goals. And personally, he's, he's past his best. I mean, if we're going to bring somebody in, is he any younger than... Vardy is about the same age. If we're gonna, we need somebody. I'm sorry, but younger than that. That's true. I mean, but if you're bringing him in for a temporary job, that is the quality of strike you're looking at. I would laugh you out the building. But also, if you're going to save for a short-term option until we can maybe go in the summer for a bigger striker, where we know where we stand, you know, because if Leicester finish the season in the top four, like we. We look like we, you know, we're on course to do so far this season with how things have started. It's more appealing for a striker to say Champions League football, top four credentials. Now we're 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 even improving on on season after season. It's a good project. Do you want to come to us and try to say to a striker, well, we're looking like getting top four. We're doing okay. Will you, you know, will you come in and take us up? You're gonna, you're gonna struggle to persuade a very good quality striker to move in January. I mean, unless Lionel Messi wants to give it a shout because he's bored of Barcelona, because he, you know what he's been coming out saying about his contracts. Uh, you know what? We'll, we'll, we'll just, we'll just, um, we'll just sure. take a loan out, pay his wages. It's just no big deal. Serious note, it'd be like Andy Carroll coming to it if you wanted to give us a target man option. I know that's a, you know, people might laugh or his injury prone, I lie, no good. But Troy Deeney, Andy Carroll are your short term replacements that you bring in for, on, on a year's deal, six months or whatever. And then maybe you go for a bigger striker when you're looking more in a stature of a club and going, Leicester aren't no longer the team that might get a push for top four, might win a second title, as unlikely as that sounds, even with even before today's results but you know bringing in a quality striker and telling them they've probably still got a year on the bench behind Vardy as long as he continues the way he's doing this season you want to be telling them that in the summer when you go in Leicester finish first second third or fourth they got X far in the Europa League or won it or whatever they're in the Champions League you know you're appealing to an agent as well as a player in January, you're trying to say to a player, six months at a Premier League club that might get you in Champions League and a big bonus, let's let's get my player there. We're probably going to have to bring in someone who's already got the bit between the teeth just to bring... There you go. That must be him there. Yeah, Brad, um, just, so follow that link down below. Cheers, Brad, for that. And I do, I just I do enjoy your best, work, mate. I'll bring it up. Yeah. It's not showing... Uh, let me just see. Just bear me a second there. John, I'll call you John Snow because we've got two Brads. Um, <laughs> uh, let me just see what I'm doing here. Um, just, just while I'm doing this, just, just a point on. Is this going to work? 
Everything's going a bit slow. There we go. Leave it up there for you for a bit. Uh, thanks, Brad. That's the under-23s. Give them a follow. Doing Brad does a great job in that group. He helps us out a lot here with Europe as well. He, he does like his Leicester City, Brad. He's a great guy. Get in that group and give it a follow. Brad, and I didn't know about that one, so I've learned. Somebody send me a, a, an invitation later. Invite me into the group. One of the Brads, anyway. But what you were saying before, John Snow, Brad, I'll come to you if I want to call you things a bit better. Um, if we sign a striker, you say maybe he doesn't want to play second fiddle to Vardy, but even now, if they come in January, they have got the chance of playing European football. Exactly. Because... And and like I said, you know, you've got to you've got to bring in an immediate striker. That's what fans are crying out for because we're not asking for a backup striker, we're asking for an immediate striker. Look at Chelsea with Giroud. Look at um, you know, look at um, Edison Cavani at Manchester United. And look, I'm not saying that buy a Troy Deeney, buy a Carroll, but they're the sort of calibers of player that aren't that might want a shot at. You know, are you telling me Andy Carroll's not going to sit on the bench for six months or eight on a twelve month contract at Leicester, right? To come on with fifteen minutes to go up front with Vardy and just have that ball pumped into him. And he gets ahead on it. A chance of winning the Europa League at his age with his with his career stats. Yeah, he might. he's not going to be quality for four or five years. We're not bringing him in for that. We're bringing him in as a, a big plaster over a wound that needs to be fixed severely in, in the summer. Hmm. I think you promote Admiral to the bench, get him involved in the European experience, get him involved in the matchday experience for the future, and then you bring in a solid guaranteed, can go up along Vardy, can help Vardy out next season and maybe even play as a two-striker and get them in the doors and you've always got someone you can go as as they're called in football I hope it's not taken the wrong way but go on Mr Big Lump, go up there and get your head on it. Because they're the sort of players you're going to have to bring in through January unless you're going to tell me you're going to buy a 20-year-old from another league and push them straight into the first team. Slamani. Yeah, but he's a hopeless lump. I want a de half decent front lump that can do it in this league. I'm sorry, I was never taken by Slamani. And he's got no interest in the club. He's not had interest in the club for ages. I jest. I jest. I jest. Yeah, I know I, you do, mate, but I have to stay I, professional. I have to give my opinion. <laughs> only, only because he, I mean, I, I still think one of the biggest mistakes that we did was getting rid of Ujoa. I, I really do. But yeah, although I say Troy Deeney. But if like you took Troy Deeney yeah. on with 10 minutes to go, we haven't scored from a corner all season. Yeah. Are you thinking, with Evans and Sayuntru, that's another big burly bloke who likes to get his head on the ball and stick it in? Because he's done it before with Watford. He's not afraid to get it up there in corners and try and get on the end of it. No. In fairness... You're welcome, Stephen. I'm not, I'm, not a, I'm not a huge, as you probably guessed, Troy Deeney fan. Um, no, I'm not the biggest fan of him, but he's just... I worry know, is. An instant he name. Come to us as a stop, short-term stop gap. He would want a two, three-year contract, and I think he's too old to be offering him that. But if we can get a good signing, we, you know, you say, yeah, you're right. You're coming in. You know, Vardy's our number one choice. But we got Europe again come February. Two games a week, cold weather, mm -hmm. bad pitches. Doesn't it just say possibly that FA Cup? Probably FA Cup, exactly. So you are going to get the chance to play. It's not just like, you, you know, but 
we we yeah. did see um, uh, Andy Andy still caught going with the John Snow jokes there. We'll we'll we'll, we'll move on. Um, I don't know about this one though, uh, Matthew. Maybe if we did attract a real top prospect, we adjust our style slightly to accommodate. Brendan like doesn't have to accommodate the players that we've got when he brings Perez or Nacho on up front, does he? You know? he, he does shape things around a little bit. He's become a bit more lenient in doing that. We've seen a lot more of Perez than we both thought we'd see this season after a, a shocking start. I still stand by it. He's not done too much to give me much hope that he's going to come good, but he's better than what today. he was. Good game today. He, he was all right today. i tell you who my man of the match was, and it was pointed out by Upson. And he never, I don't think he had an unsuccessful one. Johnny Evans, he made every mm. single pass outside Ride White and it was on the boot of just James Justin or whoever was out there collecting it. I think, I think today, um, one thing we also missed today, which is what really surprised me, especially after Roger stating he would feature, was we missed maybe that defender that likes to go forward a bit more. You know, I, I remember that there was one bloke on who I talked to a lot called Andy. Andy, he's um, he's from the the old Scottish area, so he had a few choice choice words about thinking of what for you know seeing for far and a break forward. Your your heart does go in your mouth, but I think yeah. say maybe as well we lack that a bit. I think maybe it'd have been nice to give Soyuncu even half an hour because he does like to go out with the ball. Soyuncu when he's on the ball at his feet, I'm surprised he didn't feature at all. Well, that was, we very that was very nicely led in there, Brad. Anybody would think we, we actually almost rehearsed this. I know, right? <laughs> but then you, then you carry on watching. You think there's, there's no way this could ever be rehearsed, you know. But yeah. uh, let's have a look at um, the, the ratings and the manager and the man of the match um, straight after this. Hi, Alan Smith here. Be sure to watch and listen to Chris on Leicester Till I Die TV. You can also subscribe on YouTube and various social media channels. Up the foxes! Uh, there we go. Thanks, Alan. I'm just trying to... The StreamYard is going so slow at the moment. I'm trying to uh, get everything off here. Um but uh, let's go back and have a look. And thanks to um, Alan here for doing my man of the match and my ratings. We've often said this, in fairness, I don't give him a lot of time to think about this. Literally, the final whistle goes, and I expect him to have sent it me within three or four minutes so I can get them up on the site. So he doesn't have time like us to sit down and look at it and think, yeah, let me have a think about this. So it is quite off, off the bat. But... Let's have a look what he's done here. He's gone, uh, he gave the manager six, uh, the team seven, and man of the match, which is also the Amazon overall man of the match. So not just Leicester, but the whole the whole um, two teams uh, for Amazon. But Alan's gone for Harvey Barnes. What do you think about that, Brad? I think Alan's getting better at this. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's, he's so right. Glad he's, uh... So I, I, I guess with him because obviously we've had times where we've disagreed you know that he's not given as much credit as they probably we thought the performance deserved and he does a fantastic job I, I'm sure he knows if he's watching he's probably knows I'm being a tongue-in-cheek whilst punching me in the face on the screen but um, I mean it's not a bad shout it's good it's good marks all around it's fair fair reflection on it Edin Harvey Barnes Hazard is definitely becoming quite the player I, I can't 
too much disagree apart from my point with Evans. I think Evans maybe went a bit unnoticed with some of the things he did today. I think it was a tough shout. And if he'd have picked Albert Evans, I would have been happy with that. But I, I can't disagree with his choice of Harvey Barnes. He's becoming ever such a good player that we all hoped he did. And uh, he seems like one that goes searching for advice. I know he's had a few names that have been linked with who he's spoken to, like Shearer, etc. You know, Rogers has had him in. He's been going questioning, like, how do I do this? How can I improve? And he's paying dividends for it. And sometimes, you know, two ends of the spectrum, Nacho and Zaha, two players that I've... Um, I'll have to um I'll have to read Brooklyn's comment in a second that's threw me off. But um hi Brooklyn by the way, nice of you to join us. Um he did, he did actually you know, ask me to mention that earlier, but I think he that, might have that, that and Zaha's, you know, don't seem to always show their effort they could definitely put in. Um but Barnes always looks keen to learn and keen to improve. It's like he's heard he's heard the criticism of last season. You know, he he, he was probably a speedy Gonzalez down a wing about eight, nine months or 12 months ago, but he was a bit like deer in the headlights and a bit scared maybe to take the headlines. You know, mm. maybe he saw a load of wild shots from Tillemans and Pratt and Madison that flew over the bar and thought, well, I don't want to join that sort of negativity. And now he's taking shots and he's finding his confidence and it's flying through the roof. He's becoming a hell of an all-rounded left winger. And maybe maybe if that keeps going, it would be less tongue-in-cheek that I say yeah. Compare him to the likes of Eden Hazard on that left because he's doing well. Maybe, maybe one day you might just say exactly the same about Perez. But I have a feeling. I have a feeling. No, you... no. The only time I compare Perez to Eden Hazard is is when we played him at Stamford Bridge, Mourinho's last game, and Hazard said, "I want to come off." Mourinho said, "We'll get back on," and he came on and did a little circle and then came off on his own accord. That's the only reason I could see Perez and Hazard in the same light. Right, Brad. We've just gone over the hour, so I'm going to say thank you very, very much for joining us, um, and thank you very much for your patience at the start in waiting to come in while I, uh, while I le let off steam. Yeah, it's all right, Matt. I could have had a beer and a rant that you had and enjoyed it with some popcorn, but it, you know, you're right and entitled to an opinion. I don't think there's too many that would disagree with you. Might tell you off for your profanities, mate, but apart from that, I don't think there's too much disagreeing with you. Yeah, I don't know if the watershed is is the same on YouTube as it is on the on TV, but uh, we'll see you back here on Sunday. Is is it Sunday? I think it is Sunday. We play Newcastle, isn't it? Most likely, mate. I lose track. I lose track I, every time. To be honest with you, it is such a hard. I mean, I, I said the thing out Sunday the third at quarter past two, and it's on Sky. So basically, guys. Tune in at quarter past two because the hour before the game won't be worth watching because we won't get a mention. It'll all be Man United and Tottenham. But <laughs> Oh, yeah, no doubt. The La Pochettino one as well, no doubt, somehow, if he's not already yeah, taken over his new manager's job. I'm telling you this now. Hold it on record because it's live. Typical Leicester fashion. Leicester 3, Newcastle nil. You can put that in with your pre-match predictions for that one, right. mate. I'm going with it 3 nil Leicester. You heard it here, the, you heard it here first. Guys, although I went for 3-0 today, what do I know? Brad, stay safe, mate. Have a fantastic yeah, yeah, all of you Foxes have a lovely new year. Thank you, guys, for all your support. I haven't checked yet, but I, I don't say it because Christmas goal was hit at 200 and without even thinking of it myself or saying anything to Chris, we're actually flying towards 250. So thank you so much for your support since we started this channel this season. 
it's been great and it's great to see it keep going and just yeah just thank you in case i don't speak to you before the new year guys again brad we could have almost finished this Let's You're not a mover, mate. I'll kick him in. Brad, That's happy right. new year. <laughs> Maybe we can be up front with Vardy. We'll show him how it's done. Yeah. And remember, guys, give us a subscribe. Thanks very much, Brad. Happy New Year, mate. I'll see you happy on Sunday night. Guys. Take care. Yeah, take care, mate. Thanks to Brad there for all he's done this year. Brad actually was one of the uh, – well, he was the first uh, co-presenter with me all the way back and the first – program we did which was the post-match show of the Birmingham friendly before well obviously friendly pre-season seems years ago that now that was the first thing we've done we've come a long way since then <laughs> even even with the videos and everything we've got and I look back at what it was then and what it is now now it's uh, it's surprising how far we've come Surprising how much we spent as well. So I'm, I'm actually having to write that down and work that out for the tax man. It's a little bit scary. Guys, have a really, really, really good year, new year. Please, please like us on um, YouTube, Leicester Till I Die TV. Give the channel a subscribe and uh, the like and click that notification button so you never miss a show. Nine shows we're doing at the moment, and that's going to go up to ten. because We've got an extra show coming in the new year, which we'll tell you about uh, post-new year. We'll be back tomorrow night, myself and uh, Craig, because um, we'll be doing the uh, preview show, when we will be looking forward to the aforementioned Newcastle game um, up, uh, up at Newcastle. And uh, Friday will be, well, maybe Friday, I'm not sure, but will be the Opposition View game. We'll be sneaking one of those in before the end of the year. And then on Wednesday... Uh, Look out at 7 o'clock. We'll be doing a transfer special. Don't know what's going to be happening with the transfer window, of course. We, we love it. I might even actually... I don't know if I've got a yellow tie. I'll have to see if I've got a yellow tie. With a transfer special. Uh, we will be a special guest in Matthew, who you've probably seen make a few comments. Uh, but we're looking at players we might be getting rid of. Who do you want to see leave us this transfer window? Inacho, Perez, Gray, anybody else? Join us Wednesday at 7 for that and let us know who you want to leave. Other than that, we'll see you tomorrow night, uh, 7 o'clock, with Craig for the preview show for Newcastle. Thanks so much for joining us, guys. Wasn't the result we wanted today. I've let off steam. Apologies for my language. I'm going to go now and ban myself and whip myself. because I like it, really. <laughs> Take care, guys. Happy New Year. All the best. Thanks for watching Lester Till I Die. This is Chris saying goodbye and see you next time. Shut up and sit down.
for watching. These videos are tremendous. You better like them too or I'll be back. Podcast Network. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Ultimate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.